Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the Spirit. I hope you're blessed and encouraged in Yahovah. I'm just blessed to be in the presence of Yahovah in the Word and to come to this place where we can fellowship together and just look at the Scriptures and rejoice in what the Father has done in our lives. Right now, we're in the middle of a series called I'm a Witness, and the focus is identifying uh, who is you. Yeshua to me, um, identifying what we have been through, the love that Yehovah has for us, the hope that we find within him, the, the blessing of salvation and being delivered, being transformed by the power of Yehovah. And, you know, I want to look at, you know, trading sorrows today. And I want us to just meditate on the word and just look at how amazing our Elohim is. We have a great God. He's a righteous king. He's ruler over everything. And guess what? He loves you and he loves me. So we're going to delve into a few scriptures and just meditate on them for a short while and rejoice together as we, uh, you know, just desire to be a better witness. Father, I want to be a witness for you. And I hope that's your prayer today, that we cannot just realize what Yeshua has done for us, but we can understand what he wants to do through us. You're born again for such a time as this. You're alive today for such a time as this. This is a great day to be uh, found in the kingdom of Yehovah. But there's a work to be done. There's no room for the unemployed when it comes to kingdom living. Hallelujah. So if you're tuning in, I want to encourage you. Just give us a shout out on the comment section so we can see who's joining with us today. It's always a blessing to see uh, who is connecting with us. If you are listening on podcast. Welcome. We appreciate you joining on all the different podcast platforms from around the world. Um, we're doing a bit of a promotion today. Let me see if I can find the link here. Um, I think I've got the link here. I select copy. I'm just going to post this uh, link uh, for the feeds for those who are watching live right now. We're doing a, a promotion with our iTunes platform for the devotion just to encourage people to, uh, you know, uh, review the devotion on there, leave a comment, uh, click the five stars on there uh, so that more people will get to see the devotion through iTunes. We do have quite a following on iTunes, but most people uh, watch uh, through their phones so they don't see uh, the main page for uh, the devotional. So anyway, do me a favor, take a moment, click on the link or write in Daily Devotion with Kenny Russell and search for it on iTunes and just do a review on there so that it can help get the word out and share the message, uh, the messages and the devotions that we do here each day. All right. Okay. So we've got Glenn with us in the U.S. We've got Esther with us. We've got Russell, who's still in Jerusalem. Welcome, guys. We appreciate you joining with us. And uh, like I said, I don't see the thumbs up. I just see what is posted uh, in the comments section during the live feed. So let's just take a moment to pray. And, you know, we're, we're going to delve in uh, to the word today. Uh, I'm trading my sorrows. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the transformation of 
that has happened within our lives. We are not the same. We are bought with a price. Father, we worship you. We serve the living God. You are a great and mighty God and you dwell within us. I thank you, Father, that you have set me free. You have set us free. You've taken us from that yoke of slavery that you have uh, put the yoke of Messiah on us. You've given us freedom. You've given us the ability to walk in truth, to walk in righteousness, that we can be sanctified. Hallelujah. That we can be holy in your presence. I pray that today that we are cleansed vessels for the purpose of your kingdom, that you will move through each and every one of our lives. So I just speak blessing over how every household that's represented here today and every person that is represented here today. May your glory fill our lives today in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So we're talking about trading my sorrows and we go back to uh, being saved at the time we came to know Yeshua. We were born again of the Spirit. There's that journey, there's that road that we go on uh, to discover salvation, to find salvation. And I want to encourage you just to be refreshed in the Spirit that you identify where you've come from. Never forget where you've come from. And uh, we had a great time during our Zoom call on Sunday where we talked about, you know, testimony. And Haley shared a bit of our testimony on the Zoom call on where she came from. And I remember one of the first times we are doing a, a, an interview um, where uh, Haley was giving her testimony. There were so many things of the past. She's like, well, I don't really want to talk about that. You know, because that is not who I am anymore. I'm transformed. I've traded my sorrows. Hallelujah. And, you know, as we go through a few scriptures, we don't just want to go through these scriptures just to, uh, you know, for our own self-benefit, even though that's good, but just to be encouraged of how important it is to be people who will reach out to the brokenhearted. Do you care? Do I care for the needs of others? And these are key things that the Father wants us to be connected with. He wants us to be a people who have compassion and who are concerned about the brokenhearted. As we walk around, as we spend time within our communities, wherever we are today, do we see through the eyes of Yeshua? Do you see through his eyes? And my prayer is that we will wake up to discover who the Father is within our lives through Yeshua, and we can be effective for his kingdom today. So I want to read from Psalm 30. And, uh, you know, look, who knows what we're going to get to today. Uh, we're just sort of going to bounce around uh, the scriptures and just uh, be encouraged. And there was, there was a couple of verses within this Psalm which really stood out to me, and that is from 11 and 12. It says, You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. Oh, my Elohim, I will give thanks forever. 
Oh, picture just the glory of what we see within this psalm and its delivery. But let's go back uh, and look at this psalm of thanksgiving that uh, David is operating on. You know, he talks about deliverance. He talks about transformation. And, you know, when we look at trading our sorrows, when we look at this opportunity that we have on an ongoing basis, you know, we're going to read from Luke chapter 15 shortly, where we deal with the prodigal son, the son that says to the father, come on, give me your inheritance. And he goes to walk away. But there's a turning point. And, you know, there's two places where turning points happen. That turning point when we recognize that we're lost in our sin. And then there's that turning point to come to that place to call out to Yehovah. Oh, and if you're in that place of despair right now, call on his name. He cares for you. Call on the name of Yeshua. And as David says, you turned my wailing into dancing. Why? Because there's a supernatural uh, moment that's about to take place within your life when we align ourselves with the scriptures. So let's go back to verse 1 of Psalm 30. It says, I will exalt you, O Yehovah. For you lifted me out of the depths. You did not let my enemies gloat over me. So he's rejoicing. You lifted me out of the depths. You didn't let my enemies glow over you. You know, what do we see from this? The devil, he wants you to fail. He wants you broken. He wants you smashed. He wants you in a place where you're groveling and you're, you're subject to the needs of man and others. And here's the father saying, I have a hand of protection for you. I am one that can lift you up and your enemies are not going to gloat over you. They're not going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, just continue to curse you down. No, we are free from the curse. Hallelujah. We're free from the curse of sin and death in Messiah. We've traded our sorrows. We're free from the curses of man. We lift our heads up high. We exalt you, O Yehovah. Why? You lifted me out of the depths. And, you know, we talked on that the other uh, week, last week, where we talked about being lifted out of the miry, uh, the miry clay. And just how many times do we see within Scripture where there's deliverance? We are being delivered. And, you know, it's something that we've got to uh, bring before the Father. It doesn't matter how long you've been walking with the Father. If you're walking in the will and purposes of Yehovah and all hell is let loose against you, oh, hallelujah, rejoice in Yehovah. Your deliverance is near. This is the time for the victory in your life. You don't have to be caught down in the depths of despair. And even as a believer, are we trading our sorrow? Are we receiving? the dancing, turning our wailing into dancing. Are we getting that sackcloth off? That time of mourning is over. It's time to proclaim the blessings of Yehovah. We are saved and sanctified. You know, what does it mean to be sanctified? Interesting word, isn't it? Sanctified like a saint. You know, we have been cleaned up in the presence of Yehovah. And there's the time come where we have to clean ourselves up. We've got to make that choice. You know, I'm not going to live in the squalor anymore. And we'll get to that in Luke 15. 
So, verse 2 of Psalm 30. O Yehovah, my Elohim, I called to you for help, and you healed me. O Yehovah, you brought me up from the grave. You, uh, you spared me from going down into the pit. You brought me up from the grave. I am born again, spirit-filled, washed with the blood of Yeshua. That's who I am. Now, who are you right now? You know, whose report are you listening to? Are you listening to the report of the enemy? Or are you listening to the report of Yehovah? Are you born again, washed with the blood of Yeshua? If you are, you can come against the assignments of the devil and you can say enough is enough. I'm not walking down your way. I'm not walking in your path. I'm walking in the victory that's found in Messiah. Verse 4, sing to Yehovah his saints, his praise, his holy, and praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a, light, a lifetime. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. What a glorious psalm we see here. We see different levels of emotions, different struggles of what we go through. We, we're dealing with what's happening on the outside and what's going on around us and how people are responding to us. And then we're dealing with what's going on in the inside. You know, when we talk about the weeping remaining from a night, you know, what are we talking about? We're talking about how we are comprehending what's going on around us and how it's affecting us individually. And when you're in the midst of attack, when you're in the midst of challenges within your faith walk, you know, you've got to assess these things. You've got to look at them. And it's not a sin to identify with where you're at. It's just a sin to stay there, you know, just to uh, lose touch with who you are in Messiah. Do you see yourself as the Father sees you? Interesting question, isn't it? Because so often when we look in the mirror, you know, we don't have a lot of great things to say about ourselves. It's like, well, if you knew me, you know, you wouldn't like me either. And, you know, we can go through different emotional challenges and, and struggles, um, you know, uh, dealing with how people feel about us, how people react towards us. And we've got to rise up. That even if the world is against you, even if everyone else is against you, know that Elohim is for you. God is for you. And that, that's a word for someone right now. He is for you. You might have looked at your sickness today and the things you're going through and thought that the Elohim's against you. No, He is for you. He is your deliverer. He's the one that brings forth your healing. He's the one that brings forth the transformation that needs to happen within our lives. Verse 6, when I felt secure, I said, I will never be sh shaken. Oh, Yehovah, when you favored me, you made my mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. So we have this time where we see ourselves on the mountaintop. We see the favor of Yehovah. 
And we have those times where we say, where is Yehovah? Where is he? And when we minister from the basis of the witness of who we are, of walking in Yeshua, when we see that, you know, you have an option today. Are you going to trade your sorrows or are you going to stay within your sorrows? Are you going to come to that place of rejoicing? Verse 8, to you, O Yehovah, I called. To Yehovah, I cried for mercy. What gain is there in my destruction and in my going down into the pit. Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Oh, hallelujah. What an opportunity. If you're broken and just uh, destroyed into the dust, what gain is there in the presence of Yehovah? Oh, Father, that you will lift us up. Father, that you will bring restoration, bring transformation within to our lives so that we can experience the richness of your glory, that we can walk in, you know, the, the, the undeserved favor, that you will bless us in abundance, that you will uh, make a way in the midst of our difficulties, in the midst of our trials. Today, we make a decision. We're trading our sorrows. So what are you looking at? Stop looking at the circumstances around you and, and uh, allowing them to connect to your emotion in such a way that your entire world is shaped by what's going on around you. You know, our world and, and who we are and what we see and how we operate should be shaped by the word of Yehovah and in his presence. So even in the midst of trial, even in the midst of brokenness, even in the midst of lack, it doesn't matter if it's emotional, it doesn't matter if it's physical, if it's sickness, if it's uh, imprisonment, uh, if it's hopelessness, if it's uh, desperation, despair, all these things. I choose to lift myself up. I choose to identify that, that I stand firm in your presence. You're a mighty God. I praise you. What do you do? You will not allow me to stay and remain in the place of weeping. Yes, or maybe weeping in the night while I go through what I'm faced with because we are connected and we are emotional and it's okay. But the question is, or, or the response should be, are we going to stay there or are we going to come to that place for rejoicing? How long are you going to mope around in the place of weeping? You've got to make a decision. In the morning, it's time to rise up. In the morning, it's time for you to brush off all that stuff and say, I'm trading my sorrow. I'm trading this for the glory of Yehovah. I'm coming to that place to proclaim the promises of Yehovah. And his promises are good. Verse 10, hear, O Yehovah, and be merciful to me, O Yehovah. Be my help. Hear, O Yehovah. And be merciful to me. Oh, Yehovah, oh, Lord, be my help. What a beautiful statement through what we have just read within the context of this uh, psalm of thanksgiving. Because that's really what we are seeing. You know, we're seeing thanksgiving in the midst of this. Hear, O Yehovah, and be merciful to me. Oh, Yehovah, be my help. You turn my wailing into dancing. 
oh, I, I just want to speak the word of Yahovah over you right now. It's time to get your dance on. It's time to move into a new level. Oh, it might be undeserved. You might look at yourself and look at, you know, what you're going through and say, I don't deserve, you know, to be dancing at this time. But, you know, we cry out to Yahovah, be merciful to me. Even in the midst of my weakness, you are my strength. You are my all. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it says, there's a time to weep, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to mourn, and there is a time to dance. So what time is it in your life? Are you going to allow the enemy to push you down, or are you going to rise up and be, uh, you know, found in the presence of Yehovah? Praise the name of Yeshua. In Psalm 34, it says in verse 18, Yehovah is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And let's just ponder on that for a second. You know, verse 17 of Psalm 34, the righteous cry out and Yehovah hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Take hold of his word today. Yehovah is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. This is the God I serve. This is the God you serve. He is able to take you through. He is able to bring you to the place of deliverance. In verse 19 of Psalm 34, a righteous man may have many troubles, but Yehovah delivers him from all of them. He protects all his bones and not one of them will be broken. And this is the messianic promise of what happened to Yeshua on the cross when he paid the price for you and for me. Not one of his bones were broken. He was that perfect Passover lamb. Where are you at today? Are you trading your sorrows? You know, because if we don't start dealing with who we are, how are we going to be a witness and a testimony to this generation? How are we going to stand in the presence of Yehovah to see his victory? You know, a, a favorite scripture in the book of Jeremiah. I, I was just going over things uh, this morning in my devotion early about, you know, the lost sheep of the house of Israel and, you know, the, the difference between uh, Judah and Israel, um, the southern kingdom, the northern kingdom, just refreshing over some of those verses. And there's one verse that stood out to me because we've been so focused on our witness, on sharing our faith, being born again of the Spirit. And, you know, I was reading at the beginning of Jeremiah chapter 31, you know, of course, it's the chapter of the promise that we see uh, later on within the chapter. But ha, I just love what uh, is written here. Um, let's just look at what we will read. Let's read from verse 1. At that time declares Yahovah, I will be the Elohim of all the clans of Israel, not just for Judah, and they will be my people. This is what the Lord says. The people who survive the sword will find favor in the desert. I will come to give rest to Israel. Now, isn't that interesting? The people who survive the sword will find favor where? In the desert. You know, what's in the desert? No water, no uh, shelter, and they're going to find favor 
from Yahovah. What does that mean? That he will bring forth the nourishment that you need, the nourishment that I need. You know, the, the, the covering against the heat of the day. The blessings. I will come and give rest to Israel. Verse 3. Yahweh appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. And that's what I want you to see today, especially in the heart as we seek to be a witness, especially in that place as we seek to reach out. You know, what do we see? I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. And here is the verse that just stood out to me today, that just sent me off rejoicing. Verse 4, I will build you up again and you will be rebuilt. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my I'm not going to live in the place of brokenness. I'm not going to, soul, you may think you're downcast, but I'm speaking to you. You rise up in Yeshua's name. I'm a witness for the glory of Yehovah. I'm a witness for the transforming power of a mighty God. And that is our testimony. Hallelujah. And when we share our faith with others, we share about what it truly means to be born again. I'm not what I used to be. I am blood-bought, transformed by the power of a mighty God. He's the one who loved me with an everlasting love. He has drawn uh, me to his loving kindness. Verse 4, I will build you up again. And you will be rebuilt, O virgin Israel. Oh, oh, picture that. Here's the picture of being born again by the Spirit. I will build you up again. Oh, did, did you know, as, as Jeremiah's writing this, as he's penning this out, you know, he's not read 31 yet, verse 31 of 31. You know, he's just penning this out, and this word is coming forth, and I love looking at the, uh, the procession of how the word comes out of the mouth of the prophet and how it is written down. I'll build you up again, and you will be rebuilt, O virgin Israel. Well, Israel, you're no virgin. You know, what needs to take place for you to be, O virgin Israel? You need to be born again, of the Spirit, hallelujah. You need a new covenant, hallelujah. And then it says this, Again, you will take up your tambourine and go out to dance with the joyful. Again, you will plant your vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. What's it saying? That place where you were cursed. Your ancestors were cursed because of disobedience and not following the Torah. You were kicked out from the land and now we hear the promise of the return. We see the promise of the blessings. My blessings are coming back, says Yehovah. The blessings of Yehovah are being restored within my life, within your life, and you will witness in this generation a mighty outpouring of his spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I don't know about you, but you know, I'm just 
happy in the word, rejoicing in the word, standing on the promises of Yehovah. His promises are yes and amen. And I want you to take a hold of that today. I want you to see that. And, you know, as we meditate on this by the Spirit, you watch what the Holy Spirit is going to do within your life. He, he, he says, I'm fueling you up. I'm empowering you with the authority. And, you know, like we saw on that scripture, let me go back. I haven't got the page uh, set aside. But, you know, in Psalm 30, what was that scripture that just stands out? Verse 7, O Yehovah, when you favored me, you made my mountain stand firm. When you favored me, you made my mountain stand firm. Receive the favor of Yehovah. He favors you. He favors you. You are called to be secure in his presence. I will not be shaken. You know, this is... This is my stand. You know, I'm going to exalt Yehovah, and together we are going to exalt him. You know, when we align ourselves, and if you're just listening right now and you've not received Yeshua and you're sitting on the sidelines, let me tell you something. You know, you, you don't even know what true joy is until you experience the joy of Yehovah. Oh, you can have joy within this world and you can dance and you can sing, you can jump around, you can have that type of joy. But when you experience the joy of Yehovah, what is the difference between the joy of Yehovah? It's the joy of recognizing that I am walking in a place I don't deserve. I have the favor, the grace of Yehovah that has transformed me. I've traded my sorrows. I've given up that old man, that old life. I have been sanctified. And, you know, there's the word again, sanctified, that's come up, you know, a few times just as I'm, I'm proclaiming. And, you know, it just reminds me of John 17. What does it say in 17, 17? Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. And, you know, <laughs> Sanctified, sant sanctification, sanctified. We are saints in the presence of Yehovah. You know, we are crucified. We talked about this yesterday in Galatians chapter 2. I've been crucified in Messiah. It's no longer I that live, but it's Messiah who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of Elohim who loves me and gave himself for me. The life I now live, I live sanctified. We are called to be sanctified. And, you know, when we think of that sanctification, it reminds me of uh, Timothy, the book of Saint Timothy. It says, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use. So how do we, you know, well, firstly, you can't clean yourself up if you're in the place of sin and you haven't received Yeshua. You need to be born again of the Spirit. Hear the word of Yehovah. Be born again right now. Don't wait another moment. You know, if you're five parts into this series and you haven't received Yeshua, is this the day of the transforming power of the Spirit within your life? Don't wait another day. Don't wait another moment. You don't know how long your lifespan is. We don't know if this is our last day. Why? Because life is fragile. And many of us know that. If you've lost a loved one, 
if you've experienced the pain of brokenness of someone who has been taken way before their time. We understand life is fragile. We don't know how many days that the Father has ordained for us. And one thing for me, I want to be one proclaiming the love of Yehovah, the promises of Yehovah. I want to minister like this is my last day. I hope I have other days to praise Yehovah, to minister his love. But if this was the last day, this would be my message, that we would be sanctified, that we would cleanse ourselves, that we would receive Yehovah and recognize the work of what the Father does in us. In 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, Now may the Elohim of peace himself sanctify you completely. So that's different from us cleaning ourselves up. And, you know, you can't clean yourself up if you're not, uh, if you're not yet saved. We need the saving power of Yeshua to cleanse us uh, from all of our unrighteousness. You know, but as a believer, there's a point where we've got to recognize, I've got to be clean before my God. You know, and you might be watching right now, dealing with nicotine, cigarettes, drink, uh, addictions, and other problems. Clean yourself up. It's, it, we've got to clean ourselves up. You know, you've, you know, I put the shirt and tie on today for the purpose of saying, you know, let's, let's be clean before Yehovah. Sometimes we want to just sit there in our slacks and our t-shirt and whatever. And, you know, be sanctified, be holy before Yehovah. Recognize who he is so that we can understand what it means, the sanctification and the peace that comes from Yehovah. He sanctifies you completely, First Thessalonians 5. And, the, uh, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. That's verse 23. Of First Thessalonians 5. May Elohim of peace. He's the God of peace. He wants you to walk in the blessings that he has for you. I hope that's blessing you because that is blessing me. <laughs> you know, and as I was, you know, what brought me to this uh, word today was reading in Matthew chapter 15. And uh, let's, let's find out what verse to read from. Verse 21, leaving the place, uh, Matthew 15, 21, okay. Leaving the place, Yeshua withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman, uh, a woman from the vicinity, came to him crying, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terrible from demon possession. Yeshua did not answer a word, so his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away, uh, for she keeps crying out after us. <laughs> but if you look at what she's crying out, she's identifying who he is. Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. And, you know, as we picture this, she heard the stories that were going around. She heard of the miracles that happened at the hand of Yeshua. And many people were saying, he's the son of David. He is the son of David. This is the Messiah, the one we have been waiting for. And she's not even uh, an Israelite. And, oh, son of David, have mercy on me. Yeshua didn't answer a word. His disciples came 
send her away. You know, she keeps on crying. They're waiting to, for Yeshua to send them, her away. And what did he do? He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Yeshua answered, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Hallelujah. Woman, you have great faith. You know, where are the people of great faith that want to experience the deliverance of Yehovah, the transforming power? You need to recognize Yeshua, the son of David. He is the Messiah. Receive the Messiah. And then we need to rely on him to bring forth his deliverance, his healing, his transformation within our lives. What a blessing uh, it is to see how Yeshua responded. And, you know, sometimes when we see that portion um, displayed in, in uh, media form, you know, it looks a lot harsher than what it really is. But you see the heart of Yeshua and how he ministers to this woman. But what's he saying? He said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is the whole reason why he was in the Galilee region, because it's the place where the northern kingdom was expelled to the nations in 722 BC. They were expelled to Assyria from this location. Yeshua came back. He says, I have come to restore my kingdom. Jeremiah chapter 31. A new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So anyway, you know, we're, we're coming up to a close. And I want us to read a little bit from uh, Luke chapter 15. Because this is important. Because I, I really believe that people are in so many different places. You know, we have people who need to be born of the Spirit and hear the word of Yahovah. Don't delay. Receive Him today. But we also have those who feel that they are unclean, that God can't use them, that He doesn't care about them. And I want you to see that this is the day to trade your sorrows. He's a purpose for you. You were born for such a time as this. Oh, what's my gift? What's my talent? You can share your testimony of what it means to overcome, what it means to be transformed by a mighty God. He wants to bring that deliverance to you so powerfully that you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover, that you can minister to the brokenhearted and they will be transformed. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15, verse 1. Let's lift the Bible up a bit here so I can see it in the light. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Yeshua told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? Verse 5. And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. 
Then he calls his friends and his neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. What a powerful uh, uh, testimony. You know, this is why Yeshua came to the lost. And he wants you and I to go to the lost, to minister to the lost. Look at the value uh, that uh, Yeshua is talking about in this parable. He leaves the 99 to go to find the one. Where does he leave the 91? 99. He leaves them in the open. You know, it's not like they're in that safe place. They're, they're not in that uh, uh, walled or fenced area. He leaves them in the open. He takes that risk to go find the one which is lost. And, you know, when we see uh, the testimony of the return of that lost sheep, he doesn't just rejoice and go, Ah, you know, I found it, you stupid sheep. Welcome back. He throws a party. You know, it's identifying the great value that he sees within the, the sheep. Verse 8, Or suppose a woman has ten silver coin and loses one. Does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of Elohim over one sinner who repents. There's rejoicing in the heavens over one sinner who repents. You are special, you are important to Yahovah. And if you're lost in your sin... I call on you today to come into the saving knowledge of a mighty God. Don't delay. You know, speak it out loud. Yes, Yeshua, I receive you. I don't want to walk this life anymore without you. I want to experience the fullness of the joy of Yehovah. And as we go through this, I'm a witness in this series. One of the main purposes is that we are on fire to, to realize how important it is that we are people who share our faith. And we see the value that the Father has in that one sinner who repents and returns. And Father, will you use us to minister to the lost sheep? Will you use us to reach out to the broken hearted? Verse 11. Yeshua continues, there was a man who had two sons. Uh, that's not two sons, Arizona. That's just two sons, just for the translation purposes, not the Greek, but the American. Okay? He has two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of my estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the, young, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who, who sent him to his field to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. 
when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, the father saw him and was filled with compassion. Here's the heart of Father Elohim, Father God, filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son. He threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robes and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let us have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found so they began to celebrate. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. And when he came near to the house, he heard the music and the dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him, what's going on? Your brother has come, he replied. And your father has killed the fattened calf because um, he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him, but he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you uh, and never disobeyed your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son, your son, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me. And everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because your brother, um, the, this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. What a beautiful story. What an incredible picture of the forgiveness of Yahovah. What type of insight do you think this brother had? You know, my brother, the one who squanders all his inheritance, the ones who's doing the high living with those prostitutes, there must have been stories coming back to uh, the estate, to his father's house of his um, sinful living. This is the one who's coming back. This is the one. We go back to verse 1. It says the tax collectors and the sinners were all gathered around to hear him. The Pharisees are like, what is it? This man welcomes sinners and he eats with them. And this is the point of these parables that I share with you today. The value of someone coming to faith in Yeshua. Oh, Father, you are worthy. You are worthy. You set me free. And take a moment and rejoice in your salvation. Take a moment and just say, Father, I want to pause and give you glory for what you have done within my life. And my heart is that my life may be a testimony, may be a witness to the glory of Yahovah. You have set me free. I'm not what I used to be. I've traded my sorrows for the joy of Yehovah. I've traded my sorrows. 
And if you're in that place today, you might be in a backslidden place. You might feel like you're useless, that how can God use you? You, you know, you feel like you're no good. You don't have a purpose. Hear the word of Yahovah. This is the day to trade your sorrows. This is the day for you to stop looking at how you see yourself from where you stand today and start seeing yourself through the eyes of a mighty God. I will exalt Yehovah. I will exalt the Lord with all my strength, with all my might. I will exalt you. I've been crucified with Messiah. It's no longer I that live, but it's Messiah living in me. If you're at that place where you feel like you're at the end of your life, you don't have to commit suicide. Just surrender your life to Yeshua and live for Him. You know, good if you get to the place where you're at the end of yourself. But don't end it all. End yourself and come to Messiah. Give Him your life and be a vessel of, um, a sanctified vessel before Yehovah to be used for honorable purposes. You fall down into the dust, and guess what? From that dust you will remain. There's no praise coming out of that dust. But you lay down your life before him and say, Father, I give you my everything. <laughs> Trade your sorrows for his joy. You've been given beauty for ashes. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Stand upon his promises. Isaiah 25 verse 8. He will swallow up death forever. And Yehovah Elohim will wipe away the tears from your faces. And the report, reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. For Yehovah has spoken. So it's time to get your praise on. It's time for you to rejoice. It's time for you to stop weeping and just allow the joy of Yehovah to overflow you. Maybe that's all we need to say today. Maybe what needs to happen in this next few moments is you need to take a moment to celebrate and rejoice at what the Father is doing in your life. And if you are in that place of brokenness, and you feel like you're separated from Yehovah, then this is the moment for you to return. We don't want to just deliver a feel-good message, but we want to see the deliverance of Yehovah in your life. You feel like you don't have the strength to go forward, then you're in the right place right here, right now. Father, we ask for your healing power we ask for your transforming power to be upon the brokenhearted, upon those in need, those who feel insignificant in your kingdom. Father, that you will wake us up to who you have called us to be, that you will bring forth your deliverance, bring forth your healing power, that we will not be beaten down by the plans and the words and the curses of the devil, and the mocking of the unrighteous, but we will be lifted up. So we cancel every curse against us this day, every word curse against us. We break off our lives right now, and we stand in your presence, and we say, yes, Lord, we receive you. We receive the fullness of everything that you have for us. We're not going to weep, uh, weep any longer, but we are going to come to that place where the weeping, the mourning, will turn to laughter and dancing. We shout the victory. 
we shout the victory that Yehovah is Lord. If the Holy Spirit has ministered to you today, then please share with us. You can email me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Listen, you can even leave comment if you're on Facebook or you can put a proper comment with on the YouTube platform after the broadcast. There's a comment section. Share testimony. What's the Father doing within your life? Is this word ministering to you? Is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob bringing the transforming power of his spirit to you? Because this is time to testify. This is time to share your faith. Will you do me a favor? Will you do God a favor and take the message of the gospel of peace to the brokenhearted? What a day we live in. What an hour <laughs> we are in. What a God we serve. Let's go for Yehovah. You can email me, Kenny, at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message, you want to help us get the gospel out to this generation, you can give at bulldozerfaith.com. You can also see a Give tab in the uh, description of this message. We appreciate everyone who stands with us. Because of your prayers and giving, we are able to do what we do for the purpose of Yehovah. Have a blessed day and shalom, shalom.